Listen, I won't keep you too long because I know this is an incredibly busy period for you. So I'll simply start by saying thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. First of course. And thank you, Cole, for doing this. It is my it is my absolute pleasure. How, how's your day going so far? Today, uh, today has been all about guitars. Uh, we're doing Wacken this weekend and I had to uh, check him out a little bit. See how they were feeling and all, you know, practice and all. <laughs> <laughs> just came out from a, from a, I did a run after that and we just came out from the shower, as you can see. <laughs> How's your day, Carl? All good? All good, all good. Busy, busy, busy. Because while uh, Wacken isn't a festival we cover, Bloodstock is right around the corner. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a major festival for us. We, we, we go, we yeah. do press. So we're going to be very busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Well, overall, then, how's um, how's everybody doing in the Halo Effect camp, particularly, of course, as we make our way slowly to the release of the debut album? I mean, we we've been busy playing festivals uh, this weekend. We were to Slovenia Metal Days, and then we were off to Rock Off Festival in Istanbul, which was adventurous and really cool. Mm. Uh, then we got back, and then. Uh, it's all about interviews. Uh, it's all about uh, uh, that leads up to the album release and all the festivals we're doing back in this weekend, as I said. And then we're flying off to Japan for doing Download Festival, which is just amazing. I love Japan. Have you ever been before? Yeah, I've been there many times, actually. And it's always very, very nice. They love their metal over there. They really do. It's an incredible country, uh, particularly for the music scene. Yeah, it is. Definitely. How, how, how have the festival crowds reacted to you guys? Have you, has it been quite intense? I mean, the, the, the whole thing is going really fast. I mean, we really, uh, it's been a long, long, long build-up to the album release. And the, uh, the album release is just uh, um, nine days away, something like that, I think. Finally. And I need to hold, I need to get my copy. I have to open up the vinyl, it's gatefolder, and Adrian Baxter did the artwork, you know, along with Michael, who's the artistic uh, magician within the band. And it looks awesome. But I need to hold it, I need to smell it and play it on my fucking vinyl. <laughs> you know, self-importance like that no uh we did sweden rock at first and it was crazy we just had four singles out by that time uh the fourth single came out on friday and we were playing sweden rock on saturday and on the very first gig we had to play the whole album from front to back wow okay i've done that before but it's when you have a back catalog and then you can, yeah, well, let's do that album. But this, we had to do that from the get-go. And that was, you know, going through the whole album. Yeah, what did I play there? How? Ah, okay, find out. But then, I mean, it's been, it's been overwhelming, Call. It's been very, very funny. You, you, you see the people react and how happy they get by the tunes and just seeing us together playing. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's flawless. I, I really... I'm so happy about this. I'm glad because alongside that, the incredible response that you've had online from the singles that have been released so far, I imagine that's kind of filled you with even more confidence regarding how the overall album will likely be received when it's released. 
Yeah, true, true. I mean, we, we just feel good about everything. Uh, and uh, this show has been really, really good to us. And uh, uh, this is the cool thing with, uh, with music overall, because you, you need a band, you need an audience, and you need both mm. to make it happen, to make it a, a wonderful evening, you know? And uh, I, 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 I'm so happy playing. Your enthusiasm really does come through and I'm glad it's been going so well so far, but I want you to take me back to the original vision behind the upcoming album. At what point did it really sort of start to take shape what you wanted to do? And was it always quite clear the direction you were going in? No, no, not from the beginning. When we, we had a couple of meetings. I mean, uh, we, we, we meet each other from time to time and hang out. And I mean, I know Michael since 89, 90 when he had his band Septic Broiler and then and Dr. Tranquility and stuff. So we always talk music festivals and all this stuff. I mean, but when we got together, yeah, we want to do this. And Jesper were along as well. And it wasn't that obvious that we're going to play this kind of music because you listen to all types of music. I'm, 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 a, I'm a really into old soul, uh, funk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to play that kind of music, but uh, yeah, I'm a metalhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we tried it out uh, over at Peter's place. He had an intro for the song Gateways, which was actually the first song we wrote for the whole album. And that was kind of, ah, after we did the chorus, the bridge, and uh, of course the melody is top of that. Ah, this is the way we should go. Uh, and then we just go for it. We wrote uh, like, we did two demos, and it was Shadow Minds, Gateways, and Feel What I Believe on the first demo. And we didn't overthink stuff. We just did go for it. This feels good, and we're having fun with it. And it sounds good. Yeah, just do it. So that kind of uh, led, us, uh, led us into a path what, where we felt, okay, let's do this. We, we can be us here, and we can fully stand behind it, you know. Uh, it, I mean, it would be, it would be, even though we all love a rush, but it would be, can we play rush stuff? Ah, uh, not, uh, not, uh, let's stick to what we do. <laughs> I mean, the end product speaks for itself. Of course, it is just nine days for yourself and the final product. Um, it's clear that you guys are thoroughly enjoying yourself and have enjoyed what you've built here and how you got to yeah. it. But how much, if any, of an effect did the worldwide issues of the past few years, the COVID pandemic, shutdowns, lockdowns, not being able to do anything, have on what would be the, the end product? I mean, we, we, we had our first meetings in late 19, mm-hmm. and we did the first demo in December or something like that. And we were really, yeah, we're gonna do this and that. And then the whole world shut down. Wow, what a But that allowed us to write more stuff, rehearse more, and just take it easy and just feel it a bit more and not be force anything like that. Okay, we take a step back, we record more music, we rehearse more, and we just talk about the music and what we want to do with the music. That allowed us, without any <clears throat> deadlines or anything like that, we could just yeah experiment if you will yeah <laughs> yeah 
Um, it's incredible, really, because it, it is very difficult to talk about any positives from the pandemic period. It's almost a guilt complex if you do start to talk about them. But I do think it's important to focus on some that do exist. So I guess for you guys, having that time to perfect like, what the halo effect was at that stage is probably the biggest positive you were able to take out as a group, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that allowed us to take the time and... Uh... And I think that during that time, it shaped the band. It shaped the music even more and, and what we wanted to do with the, uh, with the music, you know, come up with the right symbol and logotypes, all this stuff. And I think you can't force this kind of stuff. It has to come natural. And, um, and, and a good thing and a weird thing that was that no one knew about the band during this mm. pandemic times. And it was just uh, our families, you know, a really close friend. But besides from that, we were going under the radar. We were, <laughs> we were agents. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that was a cool thing, but also yeah. because you wanted to talk about it, because you were so happy and proud about it. Yeah, this song, I, I can't play. Yeah, always it? I'm cool, I'm cool, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was incredible. It was literally waking up one day um, around the world and being like, oh, who? what's this? The halo effect? Who's this? What are they doing? And suddenly you were there. And the amount of immediate interest that came your way, were you surprised that everybody quickly was very, very interested? And were you conscious of the expectation that it kind of comes with that level of, of X-ray on you? Yeah, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't even prepared or thinking in those terms, because we were recording for so long and we were having so much fun with the music and what, yeah. Uh, so when the day came, all right, tomorrow we're gonna post this and that. We had like a plan, I mapped up. Yeah, all right then. And then I woke up, as you said, I, w I was having the same feeling as you, called. Buff, what, what the fuck? <laughs> wow, wow, what happened? So yeah. I didn't think about it. Oh, that's incredible. It really is. Um, and it's been a full steam since then. But inevitably, there's comparisons. They're going to happen. Genre labeling, it's just something that happens in the music scene, whether we like it or not. Yeah. It's being labeled as Gothenburg Melodeath, something you're happy to embrace overall. Yeah, we, we are actually, because we've been playing this kind of music and uh, been there since the formative years in the late 80s, early 90s, in and out in different bands. And we've known each other for so, for so long. And uh, it's just uh, of who we are and identity, I think. Why should we shy away from that? We should be proud and happy about it. No, well said, well said. It's always an intriguing element because of the labeling and the natural expectation yeah. that go, well, we put this yeah. label on you. That yeah. means a certain subset of fans will come in and appeal to it. But obviously it draws comparisons and that's always an awkward area. And when you want to stand out as your own thing, which, you know, the halo effect does stand out as its own thing. It's something even I yeah. find myself trying to shy away from. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I... <laughs> To be honest, I, I don't think in those, I don't dwell into that. I just, uh, I just want to play music, be happy, uh, give love uh, and get love back, of course, and feel strong about it. I mean, I just play music and I, I'm happy to be in this band and we just are going to release a first album and uh, 
and uh, people seems to really like it. Well, what else? I mean, why? Yes, just go with it, embrace it, have fun. It's that attitude that is ultimately the most rock and roll thing of all. And I can't stress this enough for those watching and listening. Days of the Lost is an incredible debut release. It is out on the 12th of August. But not only that, you've got these all these shows, these festivals you're doing, the Japan trip. But in September, you're popping over to the yeah. UK, where you're going to be playing with Machina and yes. off in the arenas as well. Yeah. How excited are you for those? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. No, we've got <laughs> yeah, I'm so pumped up for that. I can't wait to to play these songs live for you all uh, on that tour and meeting up with our friends in Amonamoth and Machine. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, absolutely can't wait. When I'm London, so you're in Wembley, your Wembley Arena for us, and we will see you there. Wow. Last one. For you then. What is the most exciting part about the future and what may come from continuing to create music in the Halo Effect as we go forward? Well, uh, I just love the fact that uh, we have new songs coming up. We are writing all the time and we are uh, throwing uh, bits and pieces back and forth, uh, you know, talk about music. And we, you, you, you know, that when you're living inside that bubble, creative bubble, and you just want to be on the move all the time. I, I need to try out this refresh. What do you think about the sign skeletons? And you know, that, those conversations, uh, I love that. And we are in the middle of that bubble. We just go ahead with, as we speak with it all the time. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, you're an artist. I'd always be very surprised if when we're, we're here to focus on the new album and what you're doing over the next month or two. But of course, you're an artist. So inevitably, you're working on something else always. Um, very. I think it's an incredibly exciting time. Um, and Nicholas, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Cool. Thank you so much for the interview as well. And see you in the UK. London gig, right? Yes, Wembley Arena. Generally can't wait. When oh. that show got announced, we were so stoked. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?